every once in a while, Bubba sends something my way that I'm actually interested in. This week, it was a link to the Last Kingdom board game Kickstarter from Gameland Games. The Last Kingdom Netflix series is one of my favorite shows ever, so I was super pumped to see this, even though tabletop games aren't my area of expertise. That got me curious about other Netflix IPs that have been turned into tabletop experiences. That's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup, and you're watching and or listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And join with me solo today is Kate Kawaki. Hello. Good riddance to Matt. Am I right or am I right? Good riddance. That's so sad. He is in Florida and didn't even invite us. Well, it was his kid's 13th birthday trip. So why would he invite Dude, us? I love Ezra. But do you love Florida? I, lo- I told you of all the dangers. Pythons. <laughs> manatees. manatees. <laughs> yeah. Alligators. Yeah. If you guys if you guys aren't tuning in uh at noon Eastern on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd, you're missing out. Every Friday. Most every Friday. Most um, every Friday. You're you're missing out because we learned about manatees. How many manatees? Six thousand three hundred remain in Florida. In Florida. It's that's a lot. that's more than that's more than there are people in Florida, right? Yeah. It's like or one maybe they're all at Disney. It's like one manatee per square mile. I don't know. I just made that up. It's pro- I don't think it's correct. Uh, yeah. Why well, who needs math? <laughs> yeah. Um but hey, uh yeah, Matt's gone. He'll be back. Well will he? I don't know. I think he's he getting will. surgery next week. Oh, well after that. I think next week is his surgery. It is. But after that he will eventually I think, I think be, he'll back. be back. I think it's you and me for next week as well. Yeah. I bet if we planned these things out better, we would know. No, more. we do know. We talked about this like two weeks ago. It was planned. You just didn't remember. Yeah. But like, what is time though? Yeah. And then I'm out the following week. Oh, well, then you know we that? definitely can't do the show then because Matt and I don't know how to do it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have been down that road before and it's just, it's, it's an ugly place. So it's to canceled be. then. Well, we might we might record it at a different time. We might try and, and move it to a different day. Oh, we could always do that. I'm sure yeah, that think, Coker would thank us for doing that instead of canceling. Oh, anything earlier? Yeah, he would love that. <laughs> he would that. be really happy. We have canceled Church Nerds two weeks in a row. Wow. And, and you didn't even help him? Me, you didn't even help him and record on another help day? Help him do what? Record on another day? No. So here's the here's the thing. So we kind of... We kind of pushed it a little too far um, on the first week, and then every kid in my house was sick with something. Mm. Levi had what we were calling oatmeal mouth, and it was just disgusting. That looked really sad from what I saw on the online. Oh, and it was terrible. He looked miserable. Anything acidic. And and you would be surprised at what has any kind of acid in it. Even his own saliva was like burning him. Yeah. Um, And so it's... We, we had that, and then the following week, we had it was like Anna started getting sick. And so, not great. No. Not great at all. Now, she got it mildly. 
She didn't get all the stuff that he had, but she deals with like other people's children a lot, working in the you know, children's area. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Anna of the babies, I think is, is what she's called. And so they like, she just basically had to call in sick and she's been bored out of her mind, kind of sick, sometimes really sick. Like looks like a zombie walked around the house. Other times just like exercising. Oh. She's doing fine. All sorts that of That reminds me. I need to send Anna a picture of a crochet thing that I made. That's a square for my grandpa to put his Gatorade on. I told her okay. I was going to send it to her and I forgot. This reminded me. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. She would, she would love to just be heard. Absolutely. She would love it. Uh, so hey, you were you asked me beforehand. I said, hey, I got a couple things that I want to talk yeah. to you about. And I said, if you were, are you me. injured? Which one do you, do? Which one do you want? You want the good one or the bad one in the first segment? And then we'll end in the last segment with the other one. I would like to hear the bad one, of course. You want to hear the bad one? Okay. So my arm, my left arm. Um, I have been doing all of the little uh, the stretches plates, that I told you. All the stretches, everything you told me to do. For those of you that don't know and are catching up, um, I am trying new things, um, and I'm I'm doing my best to kind of you know loosen the arm, yeah, the the, the tendon, the the all that all that good stuff. I'm I'm trying my best to do that, uh, and di- like honestly, literally, you and I and Matt were on we were doing the podcast yes last week, not yesterday. Yeah. Um, we were doing the podcast last week and I said, Hey, would you believe me if after one half rep of that, I got a little bit of, of Ben back in my thumb and I did. That's, that's legit. That's not snake oil or anything like that. Absolutely. 100% did. And so, um, I then started doing more of it more often. Okay. And was getting seemingly better. I got more rotation back in my arm. I felt better. Um, there wasn't sharp shooting pain. There was deep, like deep pain. And then I had to start sleeping on the couch because Anna was carrying around a plague. And so I didn't need, I don't need to get it because I'm supposed to be going and speaking at the end of February yeah. at a Disciple Now event. And I, I have to like go and be around children. I say children. Yeah, like don't want to hurt them. Stuff. Don't want to hurt them. Well, I mean, I don't want people to walk up and go, that's gross. Uh, I can't be near you. And I don't want them to say, hey, you got to go home. We have to send, we usually send children home. We got to send you home this time. Um, Can your mommy come get you? And so I'm trying to keep myself healthy and safe and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. And so I'm sleeping on the couch, right? My couch is comfortable-ish, but at the end of the day, it's still a couch, right? Like it's not, yes. it, and it's an older couch, right? So some of these newer couch, newer couches, they're designed for long-term sleeping. They're like, hey, we know you're going to be a terrible husband. <laughs> Buy this couch, okay? For me, <laughs> that's not at all what the what the thing is. And so I slept on the couch, and I slept on it for Four nights, four-ish nights, something like that. Oh, I can't remember. So it undid the healing. Night three, which was two nights ago. And end of it. Just, I mean, I woke up keep doing and it. My, my arm was just fire. 
And so what happens is I can feel it behind my left shoulder blade. And then I like it, it'll it'll bundle up a little bit the pain. It'll bundle up in my shoulder mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then it'll bundle up in my elbow mm -hmm. like right behind the elbow. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Like right above it. And then it'll bundle up on my wrist but my hand is fine. So sometimes I'll feel it in between. Sometimes I'll feel it in my bicep. Sometimes I'll feel it on my forearm or, you know, small on my back, like that kind of stuff. Then last night, like oh. mainly, mainly this morning, right? This morning I wake up at five o'clock, which is not a big deal. I got to get up and take the kids to the bus stop at six anyway. So being up that early, not a massive deal. I lose out on about, I don't know, hour of sleep tops. So I get up and I'm like in pain. Like Ooh. in pain, I'm I I mean deep. It's not even sharp shooting anymore. It's like like solid muscle pain. Ugh. I don't know if it's muscle pain or not, but from like the top of my shoulder down into my elbow, and anytime anytime there was no position I could put my arm in that it worked. Mm. And so again, going back to the very beginning of this thing, it happened because I slept on my arm wrong i don't even know and so well right now in this moment i have a lot of ibuprofen in me um and i will have more in in me after this because that's when my my time will come around and take more hmm. but it sucked like i was like i literally i got down on the floor i started doing stretches <laughs> i started um you know kind of <sighs> trying to find ways to sit um, I wonder it's cold here and I don't want to be a baby, like but old it was man like 25, it, it was, it was like 25 or 30 degrees this oh, that's morning. That's pretty cold. Yeah. And so I'm like, did that aggravate it? No. Like, so, man, so what you're know. saying is, is that my stretches that I gave you and I did a demo for started to heal you and then you undid it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, well, I don't know that I undid it. I mean, I'm, un if we're going to blame anybody, let's blame it. Anna. So maybe you should just get it amputated. Like what Matt's doing for his surgery. Hey, this morning, get his hand, about it. his hand amputated at the wrist. I started, <laughs> I started thinking to myself, Kate, what would my life be like without this arm? Because well, like, that's where I was like, I found, was like, hey, I, I found several chiropractors for you in the Marble Falls area. That's true. And they're <laughs> on my list. And the more, the more I think about it because of like where it's starting, I think, I, th I think that a, a Cairo would be something it's, that would fix it. See? Oh, so I'm an expert. Yeah. Well, uh, and I'm just, I'm just the guy in pain. That's what I'm I do. I'm trying to help you. I'm just well, glad hey, to know that my stretch worked. It worked for a little bit. It hurt. It's, it sucked. It felt like fire. It was not great. Well, hopefully you um, don't go to the chiropractor and they're like, whoever told you to do that stretch is stupid. Yeah. If you would have not done that, then you would maybe I, you. maybe I didn't heal you and I made it worse. I don't know. Like, I, let's go like with I, I said, healed you. I healed you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean on that because I, I have, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't fully extend my like with standing straight up. I can't yeah. fully extend my well, left arm. Are you trying? Almost in any position. How, are you trying yeah. your best or just like, like I, I have to cross it in front of me in order? Ooh, even that one kind of hurt a little. Oh, bit. don't. <laughs> yeah, we're only at the beginning but, of the show. We have a long ways to go, so just calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Anna was like, "Hey, are you gonna go to the? Are you going to the hospital? Are you going to the doctor?" I was like, the "Hospital." I can't go today. Like oh I, oh my gosh, you should I got go. Things to do. You should go. I scheduled a doctor's appointment for my kidneys. That's happening next week after the show, so we have well, to wrap up quickly you don't next week. Have to brag, okay? Like, 
I'm good. You take care of yourself. Okay, Kate. Well, get it. All right. <laughs> but like I here's what I've said to myself. I can I can go to the doctor. I'm giving yep. myself leave to go to the doctor mid March. Okay. Well, maybe you're like what my gammy says, where my gammy says that she's good stock. So she doesn't need that stuff. I don't, I don't think I don't I don't you're not obviously stock. this story is telling you that I'm not. Like it's just these old bones, they need a they need a little help. Well Well, hey, anyway, thank you for uh listening to uh the free play podcast WebMDM edition. Yes. We're um, le- very legit here. <laughs> guys, just don't get hurt ever. Deal? Mm, yeah. We'll see. Hey, we're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be talking about the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in nerd culture right here on the Free Play Podcast. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Steven with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. The Chronicles continue. Vin Diesel will be strapping on his athletic goggles once more for a fourth Riddick movie. He'll be reuniting with director David Twohey with a plan to start filming in the near future. Never seen those movies, but I did see The Pacifier. Everyone's favorite purple talking, dancing, singing children's dinosaur is back. Mattel plans to reboot Barney with a new film and animated series. I was always more of a bear in the big blue house kind of guy, so I'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed for that. According to Kevin Feige, writers at Marvel have a story for a fourth Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland starring. All he would say is that writers are starting to flesh things out and that they have big ideas. Hopefully one of those big ideas is more swinging in New York because that was severely lacking in the first three movies, IMHO. Ant-Man 3 is currently the second MCU film with a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes, narrowly beating The Eternals. I myself have not seen it yet, but the general consensus I've heard is that it's just okay. Ant-Man is one of my favorite MCU characters, so this is a little disappointing. I Am Legend 2 is moving forward with Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith. No spoilers, but in order for this plan to really work, they're treating the DVD's alternate ending as canon, which is not done very often. In my opinion, that ending was far superior to the theatrical ending, so that works for me. A live-action How to Train Your Dragon movie is set to release in 2025 with the original director, Dean DeBlois, returning. I really love those movies, and I really don't love all the live-action remakes, so I'm hoping the fact that the original director's returning means he has great things planned and it'll all be worth it. We'll see. Speaking of live-action remakes, Lilo and Stitch is next up to hit the big screen with real people and real aliens. And it's been reported that Zach Galifianakis will be in the lead role. It's not confirmed who he'll be playing, but I could definitely see him voicing a version of Stitch that maybe has a little bit bigger vocabulary. Again, I'm kind of sick of the live-action remakes, but I'm always willing to give it a shot. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Movica podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Steven, and thanks again for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate. Matt is... Matt is uh, out. Uh, you getting, getting touched by manatees and... 
wrestling boa constrictors, I'm sure, and all sorts of stuff. Hey, in the previous segment, we talked about my arm issues and troubles, mm -hmm. and um, there is somebody here in the chat, uh, Lady Foes. Who might help you. If, I hope so. If you, the, the, I, I mean, I'm down. You got a little little homeopathic witch doctoriness. I'm, I, will, I will take that tonic. You can <laughs> hashtag take that recipe. tonic. Give me the recipe for that snake. I'm oil. getting the I'm, recipe because I want it as well. So I'll share I'm it with, here for that. with you or maybe with Anna might be the smarter choice. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just tell Anna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, hey, we we like to talk about here in this uh, this year podcast, the things that we've been reading, watching, playing and experiencing in nerd culture. And so, um, Kate, it's only fitting since Matt's not here mm. that you go first. Thank you. Um, yeah. Hopefully I make Matt proud. Mm, 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 mm. my hogwarts legacy finally came sure enough on tuesday tuesday evening here it we came. go and uh or maybe it was monday no it was definitely tuesday it came on tuesday <clears throat> and i started the game i played like 15 minutes of it because then we had a community group thing which i wanted to cancel so that i could play hogwarts legacy <laughs> <laughs> But it was at our house, so I felt like it would be awkward if I had them go into the other room while I stayed in the living room playing Hogwarts or did remote play and went to my office while they were there. Right. Yeah. Pretend like you're listening to them. Yeah. Been like, mm, yeah, that was some good stuff from the message. Mm. Which house mm. are you guys? So I, I didn't, <laughs> I waited until, I think it was Wednesday, I played, I played more. So I'm about three hours in at this point, as of Friday, February 17, and... I surprisingly, I really like the game a lot. I mean, not surprisingly, because I did spend my own monies on it thinking I would like it. I am enjoying the game. I am a Hufflepuff, and I'm not okay. ashamed to say that. I've been bullied for being a did Hufflepuff. You did you choose? I took their did little... Did you choose Hufflepuff? No, they told me, asked me questions okay. in the thing. Gotcha. Well, maybe I did. It was either like Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff for okay. me. And I was feeling more of like a Hufflepuff in the moment. Okay, yeah, right, right. So, and I like their common room better. So I picked... <laughs> That's really what it's about. So I picked... But I am a Hufflepuff. If I take in other quizzes, it shows up as... It just depends. I'm loving it. It is so fun. Okay. It is so fun. Casting the spells is fun. The world looks great. Obviously, I picked performance mode, so it looks... Or the mode where it looks better over the performance well, have you tried to switch to the other one? Because I'm I'm super curious. You're playing on PS5. I know, and it's supposed to look the best on PS5. I haven't switched. Maybe I will just to see what happens. Yeah, I would do it and then go into like and see a, like a bit like a massive area and like battle and I'm not to even to stuff. a massive area. I've been to I've been around Hogwarts a little bit, and then I've been okay. to Hogsmeade to buy some stuff. So I have my oh, I have match, yeah. I have my wand. <laughs> that was me swinging my wand. Uh, Do you know what kind of wand it is? It's well, you pick the design, and then you can pick whatever kind of wood you want. How like springy it is. Um, you can pick what core you want. So I picked a unicorn hair core, which mm. says it's good for consistent magic. I don't know 100% what all these descriptions mean, but I'm just going with what my heart tells me. Oh right, right, right. So right, yeah. I forget the kind of wood that I picked, the color or the design. No, the design was like this swirly looking like wood thing like this. Okay. So you can't see it yeah. if you're just listening. But it was a swirly looking thing. You'll know it when you see it. 
I wanted my wand to be unique. So when I looked at it in game, it'd be like, wow, I know that's my wand and not just a random one or like everybody else's. <laughs> you wanted to be able to pick your wand out from a lineup. Yes. Yeah, I got you. Yes. So that's why I went with the swirly wood. Uh, the, the, my only complaint is that it's a little, I find myself, I don't know if there's a way around this or if this is just how it is. I constantly have to switch out which spells are in my active like spell set where you have four that are mapped to like square triangle circle X. I constantly have to switch those out depending on what I'm, okay. what I think that I'm going to be doing. And I was in the library and I didn't want to have the spell where it like shoots fire out. I just <laughs> can you switch it on the fly though, or yeah, I mean you can. You got to go into a menu. You or go something. into like a little menu, and it's fairly easy to do. It just takes extra time, and you only have four slots. And at any time, you could. I don't know. I've, I haven't tried to switch it out while you're in combat. I don't know if you can do that. It's not the worst thing. It's just an extra step where you're like, hmm, what do I want as my four? I have seven spells. Oh no, what if I want gotcha. this other one? Yeah, and that's that's pretty common. Didn't you have that in Dragon Age as well? Isn't it similar? Yeah, but you didn't use them as much. Like this, you have like Accio and stuff, or you try to grab okay. these pages. That's a big way to earn experience is you grab these field guide pages out of the air or wherever they're hiding. So I always need to have that ready in case a page flies by and I need to grab it. You know what I mean? You got to be right on it or else it flies away. And then you got to, do you have your... Uh, uh, what is it? Revealio? Yeah, I do that constantly. Yeah. Because I, I, I got to uh, see what's around me. Somebody <laughs> was playing the other day, or has been playing a, a lot, Jono, and he had a Revealio counter that was going, mm. like, how many times have you That's cast it? That's a good it? one. Five million. It was very high. I've done it yeah, five, it was five very million. High. <laughs> so I haven't even gotten to the point where the full world has really opened up. I have Hogwarts and I have Hogsmeade, but I don't even know if I can get back to Hogsmeade. I think I can. I'm pretty sure I can. I believe in you. Yeah. So there's tons of other stuff on the map that I can't get to yet. And I read somewhere that it takes about eight hours for the game to really open up. So I'm and almost I'm almost halfway there. Four hours. I'm like okay. three and a half-ish, almost four hours. I cannot believe you've only played three and a half hours. I told you, this is why I didn't want to go jump through all those hoops to buy, trade in my Amazon gift card for a GameStop gift card to get the game right away. Sure. Because I didn't have enough time to play it until now. So hopefully this weekend I can really get some stuff done. <laughs> That's what I'm really hoping to do is just like, like after this podcast until our staff meeting on Monday. Oh, you just straight. Just get some things done. Yeah. You, well, you got to put the work in, you know? Okay. Know, so. Now, so like, I, I think that it's, I think it's worth parking here for a little bit and just kind of talking about. Hogwarts. It's the only thing on your list. Well, okay? Yeah, that's all I've been doing. And makes total sense. How do you believe so far it is stacking up against games specifically God of War oh. and uh, uh, Forb uh, Forbidden West? Firstly, firstly, maybe, maybe Horizon. firstly, I could not believe that Horizon came out a year ago. Forbidden West, I didn't. It's about to I, hit. I didn't realize play. that I had played it a year ago. So time flies. It's both of those games are better than Hogwarts Legacy because okay. there's and I've seen some complaints about this 
with like the facial animations and like some of the voiceover stuff. The world of Hogwarts Legacy is immersive until it's not. So until okay. you hit a hit a point where you're like, okay, the voice acting doesn't cut it for me on some of these characters, or the faces gotcha. are a little too stiff for me to really be like, oh yeah, that's great right there. <laughs> but also, I am not like a massive Harry Potter fan. I've read all the books. I haven't seen hardly any of the movies. So I don't have that big buy-in like I did for uh, Forbidden West because I love the first Horizon game. I love the first God of War game. So my history with those games is different. If I'm Tyranny, who loves Harry Potter, I bet you yeah. Tyranny does not care that the faces are stiff. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so I, But I am enjoying this game. And I thought to myself, you know, this is a new year, 2023, God of War, Forbidden West, all that stuff is in the past. It's 2022. Could Harry Potter be a game of the year contender for me for 2023? And the answer is yes. Okay. It could be. Well, it's it's February. It's only February. So, so the year is young. But in the list of games that I have wanted to play this year, there's which is very short, <laughs> I still am intrigued. So yes, I do have some complaints about it, but they're very minor. And I am intrigued. And I think they've done a really good job with the world. I never fast travel because I genuinely like walking around the castle. And I don't care that it takes me ages to do it. I don't care. That is I what like, I've heard a lot. I like to look around and see what's going on. There's tons of puzzles. There's tons of things. So right now today, the positives outweigh the benefits. And I would say Hogwarts Legacy is on my short list for my game of the year 2023. Okay. I cannot wait to play this game. You'll probably be Slytherin, I bet. I <laughs> might just have to choose it. No. Because I, like I, <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's, more, it's more fun to play a bad guy. It just is, right? Um. Because you, can, you like you don't have anything to worry about. Are they bad though? Are the Slytherins bad? I don't think so. I think they have personality yeah, traits absolutely. that I don't think so. Yeah, they're mm. bad guys. Mm. We'll save that for another uh, episode. I'll make you an argument. You, you look at Malfoy and you tell me that that's he's it's not bad. Guy he's stuff. misunderstood. It's just a difference of traits that come out in different things. Right? He's a turd. I know that Voldemort was a Slytherin and like he's really bad. But no, we don't, has anyone he prayed who for him? Shall not be named. Has anyone prayed? No. For him? <laughs> No, the answer is uh, no. Boom. <laughs> Jesus, you got it. Uh, I I think I think that this game does some like really great stuff and I know all the controversy that's surrounding it and all that stuff. And if this isn't for you, then that's totally fine. Um but it is an exciting game to watch. It's a beautiful game to watch mm -hmm. from what I can see of other people playing it. And it's not just like one person or even a type of person. Like Everybody that I've seen playing that game is just having a blast playing it. Now, yeah. I haven't seen anybody streaming it that doesn't like it. So maybe it's just, you know, a subset of a subset. But at the end of the day, like the statistics on that game are it was the number one. Like there, there were more people playing that game before it released unpirated, mm -hmm. right? Like people that bought the deluxe edition. Um, there were like, I don't remember how many million people were playing the game before it even came it out. It really grabs your imagination. It makes me yeah. think about when I read The Prisoner of Azkaban in one day at school because I could not put it down. And my, In a single day? I could not put it down. And I'm like, I don't care if I get in trouble or like what's happening here. I need to read the book. 
So that's I'm a fast only, that's reader. The only way, I'm a fast reader. That's but the it, only way you could have done that. It it grabs the imagination in a way that is different from other games because of that familiar background for like everybody. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyways, um, I I don't have it yet. I really don't. And it's it's kind of one of those things that it's like it's it's on my wish list. Um it's it's on my my nerdy wishes list. It, because I've got I've got Ragnarok here. I've got a couple other things that I got to do before then. Um and Jaboy's going to have to be paying for Tears of the Kingdom here just a little bit. Yeah. And so tears, like Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, Tears Tears of the Kingdom. It, it's it's rough in the streets for gamers right now. <laughs> Metroid Prime remake just came out. Like it's tough. And so I want to play it. I'm I'm jazzed out of my mind. Uh so much so that what have what has Bubba been playing this week? Nothing. I've been watching other people play Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. That's what I've been doing. Um, I've been popping into streams. I find myself watching people playing video games way more than I'm actually playing them. I mean, way more. Well, you should watch some tips and tricks videos for Hogwarts Legacy. That's what I did. Here's the thing. I don't want to watch too many of them. Watch just one. Just watch one. Well, okay. Just watch the most spoiler. (laughs) Just watch the one with spoilers. (laughs) Here's the the thing I want to know. Maybe you can help me figure this out. I, I guess you're not there yet. Well, <laughs> but I have seen so many people like at the the little broom race. I'm not there yet. Okay. I have no broom. I, it looks unbeatable. It looks absolutely 100% unbeatable. But and you're not even racing against anybody. They just tell you, "Oh, you didn't win." And so, mm, well, I'll probably lose my mind over it, so you'll know when I get to wait. that point. <laughs> hey, last thing about Hogwarts here. Did you did you hear that there is a multiplayer mod that's coming out? I did hear that. I did hear that. That's, I hope it doesn't suck. Well, it's a mod if it does. So it's not official. No, well, it, so well, it's not official, but it's made by the same people that that made Skyrim to get play Skyrim together or something, whatever it's called. Okay, so that you could play Skyrim with your friends. Um, and from what I understand about that one, it didn't suck. And so I'm excited. I don't know. Like I do, I want to play Hogwarts with my friends. Yes. But I'm also kind of like my, my expectations are tempered that it's a solo game. Yeah. Well, and what so, are you going to do? Go out in the courtyard and have duels. What are you going to do? You play, together? You play Quidditch. There's That's no what Quidditch. There's no Quidditch. They said the season's canceled. They're talking about, they're talking <laughs> about adding it. The season's canceled. That's what they said <laughs> in the game. He said the season's canceled. They're talking about adding it. And so right. I hope that they don't. I really do. I hope they don't add it. Why? What because if they, they do ha- and it is really awesome? Wouldn't you be happy? They would have to add multiplayer. Oh, the real to. the real people would have to add. Yes. Okay. They would have to. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of we're it's we live in the year twenty twenty three currently, right? Currently. Uh, de- depending on how you view time. But like we we live in 2023 in the future we should be able to play these kinds of games multiplayer with our friends. But well that's a good other topic is does every game have to have a multiplayer? Why should it? Should God of War have a multiplayer? Why? Ooh. Why? What would be the point? Yeah, I want to I want to play as boy. Okay, well I'll write this down in the list of topics. Yeah. <laughs> um 
Man, hey, we want to hear some of the games that you've been playing. I've got a game night tonight. Luke had their game night last night. I've got one at my church tonight. Ooh, I have a game. Play? So I, I bought a game called Muffin Time. Do you know Muffin Time? Of course not. Apparently it's some like YouTube uh, vi- like channel that's like super viral and stuff like that. I have no idea. I it looks it's a fun like card game and our the youth at our game night they're super loud and love to play party games and they're constantly playing I mean constantly playing Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza mm. um exploiting kittens like stuff like that where I would like for them to play real games um don't get me wrong those games are great and they're fun but like every week they never get past those games and so um yeah i mean unstable unicorns stuff like that like you're here to slay those kinds of games so i i saw it i don't know where i saw it on somebody else's stream shocker right and so i was like all right cool i'll uh i'll buy it and i bought it like sight unseen right there and loved it maybe it was during beard bro somebody said something we're gonna play that last last week last time we we had it two weeks ago we played azul summer pavilion and talked about that a little bit. I like that game. I might bring some extra stuff. But tonight is also at our church. It is parents' night out. So it's basically, hey, uh, go have a Valentine's Day. Go on day. your Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, happy Valentine's. <laughs> and we'll, 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 they'll watch your kids. But that's a completely separate thing. So we actually talked about, hey, do we, do we not have game night? Because some of the people that are working that night tonight are the youth because they're going on a mission trip uh to colorado during spring break and so it's like well i mean if they're not going to be there we're already losing all the parents because mm. we don't we don't have the contingency of parents that are going to spend their date night at game night um <laughs> we're gonna go do other things and so um we we kind of we talked about it and i don't know we'll see i'll, I'll bring some i'll bring some cool games yeah Bring I got some, a ton of them. Uh, bring some absolute bangers. <laughs> yeah, absolute banger. We'll play, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mario Monopoly and Pickup Sticks maybe. Love I it. Know. We'll see. <laughs> well, hey, we want to know some of the things that you've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in your culture. Maybe you saw Ant-Man, Quantumania. Uh, maybe you liked it. I've heard some people actually didn't like it. I think that that was to be expected. Um, Luke says that it was a good launch to Phase 5. That's what Luke said. That was his official review. So, um, he didn't say any more than that, and so I have nothing else to share. But my hope is that I'm able to go see it maybe this weekend. Maybe Sunday. Ooh. I would like to go see it ASAP as possible. Um, Make it happen. But, uh, hey, if you are going to be seeing it, you also please do not spoil it. Don't say anything, anybody, people, to anybody about anything. Um, cause that's just not cool. Let's just not do that. Well, Hey, we're going to take another short break, but don't go anywhere. Cause when we come back, we are talking all 100% about Netflix and the games that are coming out of those properties and maybe some of the other ones that should right here Ooh, on the free play podcast. That's good.
This week in nerd history. Bah. Bah. Nerd history. Those were likely the first words of Dolly the Sheep, the world's first cloned animal, which, though born on July 5th, 1996, was first announced to the public on February 22nd, 1997. Ian Wilmot and a team of scientific colleagues were attempting to create a clone from an embryonic stem cell of a sheep. But as part of a test run for the larger study, they first attempted the process using DNA taken from an adult sheep's mammary gland. They didn't expect it to work, but to their surprise, it did. Cloning a mammal defied the scientific dogma of its time. The success led to dire and fantastic predictions. Humans would be cloned, diseases would be prevented, lost children rebirthed. But as time passed, the scientific breakthrough, technically known as nuclear transfer, has largely faded from public consciousness. Most people remember the Little Caesars commercial where you got two pizzas for the price of one from their competitors more than they know anything that happened in the field of cloning after Dolly arrived. Cloning's biggest impact, several researchers say, has been the stem cell advances it has sparked. Stem cell biologist Shinya Yamanaka said that Dolly's cloning motivated him to begin developing stem cells derived from adult cells, an accomplishment that won him a Nobel Prize in 2012. This was once seen as a pointless endeavor, but has since become a standard practice, especially in research involving human stem cells, which has allowed much of the religious opposition to stem cell research to die down, since fetal tissue is no longer required. However, the practice of cloning itself has not gotten far, and likely won't go much further. Cloning a person remains unfeasible with no scientific benefit and an unacceptable level of risk. Most scientists know of no one even considering the feat. And the cloning of animals remains limited, which many countries have even banned. However, lab-grown meat is something currently being touted as the next big innovation, if we can stomach it. Dolly died on February 14th of 2003, living just six years, but her early death was attributed to a lung infection common among animals not given access to outdoors, as Dolly remained in a lab. Finally, she was made from adult breast cells. She was also named after Dolly Parton. Those two pieces of information may or may not have anything to do with each other. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate, and we are two of the founders here at Love Thy Nerd and the hosts, two of the hosts, I can say that this time, mm. of the Free Play Podcast. Hey, um, Kate, yeah. let's just get yeah. straight into this thing, all okay, right. because I feel like there is a lot to be said. Yeah. We're talking all about Netflix and the tabletop experiences that they're creating from their IPs. Yeah. So... For you listeners out there who know that I am not like a tabletop person, you might be like, why do you want to discuss this? You don't even, you're not like a tabletop hardcore person like Matt and do Bubba. Do you even game, bro? Do you even game, bro? The answer is no. But Got it. Bubba sent me a link. There was like no context either. It was just the link in the message to a game. <laughs> and I'm like obsessed with it and it hasn't even come out yet. I want it so bad, except I know I will never play it. So I just want to discuss that really quick of of what kind of sparked this. And it made me do some Googling because, you know, I love to Google about oh, what are some other games that have come out of Netflix original series. Are they good? I don't know. But 
what are know some your beeswax? Yeah. What are some other <laughs> games that have come out of this? So I wanted to tell everybody and also Bubba, because I said I didn't want to discuss this until Friday about right. what got me good about this, this link that he sent. Okay. So here's the game. It is called the last kingdom board game. I have watched the last kingdom three or four times all the way through <laughs> on Netflix. It is so good. It is one of my favorite shows ever. You should all watch it, maybe, if you like that kind of thing. It's about the Saxons and the Danes in, like, Alfred's, King Alfred's England. Okay, so it took place a long time ago. Okay. So that was one. That was one thing that got me excited was the fact that it's called The Last Kingdom board game. And I thought, what a good friend to me that Bubba is to share this information with me. (laughs) So you're probably wondering... What is, what's the mechanics of this game? Well, couldn't really tell you because I was busy looking at the cards. (laughs) I'll get into it in a second. What I do know about it. And and here's some of my reservations too, which maybe if you have any thoughts on this, you could speak into it. Or if anybody in the chat or who's listening to this later wants to give me some tips or thoughts, you you can. It says age is 14 plus, which had me a little concerned because normally I play games that are like seven plus. Oh, well, it's still the same. You're in the plus. Uh, and then 30 minutes per player, which I'm like, ooh, it's a long time. It's not bad, It's a actually. long time. For yeah. me, it's a long time. I can sit through 10 billion episodes of The Last Kingdom, but I can't play a game <laughs> that's like two hours long. Yeah. Um, randomness is two meeples. Complexity is two meeples. Interaction is five meeples. Oh, okay. I, see. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's no. a meeple. It's not a star. Got it. Out of how many? Five. Okay, got it. Um, so say, say that again. Randomness is two meeples. Okay. Complexity is two meeples. Okay. Interaction is five. Wow. So okay. So maybe you could tell me a little more about that, what that means. That's that's a pretty good spread. Okay, so that means that, means that it, it's the, if randomness is at two, that it's not going to jump all over the place. Okay, random. It's going to stay on rails. Okay, so I like keep that. Keep you going. So, okay. Uh, complexity is a two out of five, which means that there is a strategy involved, but it's not like TI four level diplomacy and kingdom building and all. Okay, sorts of so stuff. so far it's sounding good for me. Okay. Okay. And then <clears throat> you said interactivity. Interaction is five. Interaction, meeples. yeah, five. That means that you're not going to be playing your own game. That's fine. Um, you're going to be <laughs> obviously interacting with another player uh, or players, which I'm guess is a battling combative app. Um, mechanic Uh, well how about i read to you this description and then we'll get into more things that i'm excited about okay is this me hijacking the conversation to talk about what i like about this yes let me just make okay you haven't started the description yet no that was me that was just me before just a a disclaimer as we get into it the kingdoms of britain are at war Many have already fallen to the invading Danes, leaving the great kingdom of Wessex standing alone and defiant under the command of King Alfred. You are one of the great commanders and politicians in this war-torn land known today as England. Both Saxon and Dane armies openly battle for dominance, and it is up to you to title the scales of power. To claim these lands, you will need to tread a dangerous path between both sides of the conflict. Will you betray your allies for power? What part will you play in the birth of a new nation, and will you ultimately rule it all? The answer is yes. Uh Midwife. I'm being the midwife. The answer is yes. I was so hyped over these cards because they have the actual pictures of the characters from the show on it. 
It's not just like, oh, this is King Alfred and it's like a rough drawing of a guy. It's actually gotcha. him from the show, okay? So it's the actual people <laughs> <laughs> that I've spent like 500 hours watching them. Uh, <laughs> it's ex- Kate, it's I'm exciting. I'm so glad that like this, this hit with you. Well, no one's going to play it with me. I don't know a single person who would play this with me besides you or Matt and you wouldn't be as excited as me. But I am very excited that this game is a thing and that it looks the way it does. And that's why I wanted to share my enthusiasm on this podcast, because when do I ever get excited about tabletop games in this way? Lady Foes will play with you. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. The name of the game is The Last Kingdom Board Game. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's it's just right right in your face. And the interesting thing about this is that (laughs) uh, the, the interesting thing about this game is that it's made by Gamelin Games. Yes. And so um, they make a ton of tiny games, like tiny, epic, XYZ, whatever you want. That's that's what they make. And then also they make the like biggest box games I've ever seen in my life. Um, and so uh, was it Land, in, Land, Air, and Sea or something like that is, is the big one that they do. I honestly don't remember because I've, I've never played that one. But I have almost every single one of the Tiny Epic games. I actually just got a notification that Tiny Epic Vikings shipped. Oh, so and maybe so, that's why they got inspired to do this because they did the Vikings. And this is like Vikings versus Saxons. Also, so this, this are, time in history is very interesting in general. And yeah. It's popular. It's really popular it's right good. now. It's um, there's these, a lot of these are some friends of ours, Gamelin. There's and a so lot of drafting too, card drafting. Oh, okay, so you, okay, yeah, I like that. Drafting, drafting is one of my favorite mechanics. Drafting there is cards. Uh, Dominion is a really good drafting <laughs> game, um, and you know it has a little bit of drafting, a little deck builder to it. Um, it's a wonderful world. Mm. Has a really great drafting mechanic um, by Lucky Duck. There, there are a lot of really cool drafty games out there. Um, even like something as simple as like, if you've ever played Sushi Go, um, like that is a drafting game. And so just the way that they handle the drafting is a little bit different. Mm. So, well, Sushi Go doesn't have the Last Kingdom characters as minis, do they? Kate, you don't know that. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't see any when I played it before. Oh, now you're pretty sure? Okay. You were. I'm pretty sure there weren't any of these minis in Sushi Go. So I, I'm just excited because it looks fun. It looks exactly yeah. like the purpose of the show and of that point in history was that both sides of this, these factions were trying to take over England, basically, and we're okay. constantly at war with each other. And it has my favorite people from the show as like the leaders in this. So you could pick, except it is missing Father Peerleg, who is my favorite. Oh, spoilers. But there is another monk there, Father Bayoka, who is also like top notch so is he is he more monkey though like not is he a monkey but is is he no well yeah yeah he is a little bit more because father purely was a warrior monk so he would like beat people up and stuff so this is a licensed ip it has their it has their pictures on the box so yeah it is legitimately (laughs) the show in a board game it has their faces on the little um cardboard circles and it, it's last kingdom is netflix is that correct it is netflix so okay. and the new movie is coming out 
next month or no april it's coming out april and, and that ties up all of it and then last kingdom is officially done mm. so like this doesn't look corny to me even though it has their faces on it sometimes i feel like that can look corny in games where it's like you know oh, what it kind of if what it feels like to me and i don't know that you've played this or not probably not we were just talking about hogwarts legacy in the previous section this looks and kind of yeah, it's it's going to be very different, but like the feel of the, the way the cards look with the actual people on it and stuff, it looks like um, Hogwarts Battle, the deck builder mm-hmm. um, that Matt's always talking about and a lot of people have played. It kind of has that same feel, and it also doesn't feel corny or cheesy or anything like that. I have played some games that are officially licensed that just are like, okay, all right, I hope you got the money you were looking for <laughs> out of this game. Maybe I don't notice the corniness because I, I'm obsessed with the show and I think it's so cool. Well, it, I don't think it is though because it excites me to see them. Here's the thing, Kate. Like <laughs> and I, I mentioned this in our in our our, our text. Like, Gamelin, like we know them, we have a relationship with them. I am going to ask Nate at Gamelin if we can get a review copy of this game, and I want you to play it and review it. Well, I need people to play it with me. You can you can go get Chris or April Lynn. They'll play it I'll with ask you. April Lynn. Chris is busy with his baby. He's not. He's. I mean, he poses. Maybe I just. Oh, I guess I have a fear. I. This game has me so excited, but I'm not very good with tabletop games. I struggle to grasp rules and implement them right away without any time for reflection or practice. Right. I want to love the game, and I want to also win. I don't. Those are not necessarily exclusive to each other. I I just really like this. Even if I set it all up here in my office and just look at it and never play it ever once in my life. Okay, yeah, you could also do that. I will still be excited about it. Oh, and I downloaded the rules, and I've been looking at the rules and the board. So there are other games out there from Netflix. Oh yeah, we could talk about. Let's those. talk about some of those. Yeah. Okay, so you're excited about this yeah, one. Are yeah, you yeah, excited yeah, yeah. about the other ones? I'm not excited about the other ones because I don't care about the other ones. Um, but out of respect to everyone here and thoroughness of research, I will share what those are. <laughs> <laughs> so, Netflix actually had a partnership with Asmo Day mm-hmm. that and I just found this just now and these actually came out I think last year or in the summer. So uh, yeah, some of them did. Some of them, where their partnership was like, okay, let's make a game for Stranger Things, Squid Game, and Ozark, and we'll release those. And I think most of them are available at like Walmart and stuff. They're yeah. they're lower price point games, as in twenty five bucks a pop. Yeah. So <sighs> they're they're less gamey. They're far less gamey. Yeah. So they're just they're they're on a lower level, I would say, than The Last Kingdom. I, I I would agree I with you. It does. It looks more casual, which is fine. These are probably more my speed than the other one, anyways. But I'm not as emotionally yeah. attached to these, so that's why I say it with less enthusiasm. But there is a, a active partnership going on between Netflix and what I found interesting is between actual legit tabletop developers. It's not like, hey, Walmart. Yep. Let's make a generic thing about Stranger Things and sell it, and it'll be so great. And then it's super lame. You know, so that's that's kind of the thing that I see 
that works the best is like, I'm thinking like, all right, Stranger Things, cool. You could make a Stranger Things game. You absolutely could. And it would probably be fire if you had the right developers on board. But at the end of the day, what would be really cool? Stranger Things, just like a, a you know, a set for Zombicide, which may already mm. exist. I don't know. But that's the kind of game, like it's designed to, to do that already. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like Matt just picked up Final Girl, something that is in that kind of universe with something like that. You look at the different IPs that exist in Netflix and otherwise, there are some really good stories that are being told there. Mm-hmm. Amazon's got their own thing. Uh, Hulu's got their own stuff. Kate, would you play an only murders in the building mystery game? Well, I've still I still haven't seen it, so I couldn't tell you. Oh my gosh, Kate! <laughs> Kate! I've been busy watching The Last Kingdom for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy playing four, I've three been and a half hours of Hogwarts Legacy. What three hours of me? Hogwarts Legacy. I'm very busy. <laughs> So um, I would, I, I I would play that game, but I mean it would be and not you know, only murders in the building, clue collab, no it's no no own no. thing because when I was doing all this research, I see a lot of stuff like that that's collabs with the classics like Monopoly, Clue, like we're gonna do collabs in that yeah, fashion. Not interested. But I really liked this way, and when I saw The Last Kingdom, it made me think, like, are there. Are there other things? Are there other partnerships? Are there like what else is happening in this space? Because I'm just curious. Are there other things yeah. I'm missing out on? Is there a Deadwood game? Although that's not from Netflix, that's from HBO Max. And I looked it up and there is. But it's I, not I'm as, not surprised. It's not as exciting to me as right. as uh The Last Kingdom because it doesn't have the actual people on the cards. <laughs> I I am not surprised at that. Well, that's an easy sell. And I don't even know if it's exactly related to the show either. It could be related to the historical time period and not the show. Here's the thing. The other day in Discord, real life example of just ideas manifesting, um, right? Uh, Tyranny was saying, my kid's really into uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. He's really sad that there's not a game out there for it. And everybody was like, that just can't be possible. It just can't be. Because of how popular it is and how much capitalism just runs rampant, at least in this country, if not around the world. And a quick Google search came up with there is a little, you know, board game that you could play. There is a video game that you can get on your phone. There is, you know, the puzzles and all sorts of stuff out there. The licensing for all of these things and more is just crazy. Oh, absolutely. The hard part is like satisfying the snobs, right? Mm-hmm. Myself included. I, I I told you guys this several episodes ago, uh, almost a year ago, because it was at, I, th- I think I went and picked it up at Gen Con. I got my wife, Anna, whom I love dearly, I got her a great British baking show game. I got I her I remember game. this. Okay? And I was jazzed about it. I bought the thing side unseed by Ravensburger, and like they they make all of the villainous stuff like i just trusted right like it was going to be great and we brought it home and we played it and we said not for us now i think one of the reasons was because we had played another game by skybound called uh, uh kim joy's magic bakery 
I remember that. That one. was really was really great. And Kim Joy was from the Great British Baking Show. And she was a contestant on there. Was her picture on game, the cards? It, everything was drawn, like hand drawn. It was super cute. It was like you you would like this show, Kate. I think you would really like this the show. The show or the game? The show. Oh. Uh, you would appreciate the game after you played the show, after okay. you watched the show. Okay. So anyway, like it fit her vibe and all sorts of stuff. And it, it as a game, it's just great. But the other one, which was just licensed and it had a theme and it, it had gameplay, it just was like, ah, it didn't really didn't really hit for us. But that being said, I did see somebody else in the community recently that was like, hey, played this great game, Great British Baking Show by Ravensburger. Loved it. And I was like, I'm 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 glad that game found its audience because it just wasn't with me. Um and it wasn't with my wife. Well maybe who, you played guess, it too close to the other one. No. No. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just that wasn't it for us. But I but I worry about licensing TV shows just into games. Um, but sometimes you come across gems and they're yeah. just like, This is fantastic. Yeah. And that's what I think will make or break those Netflix slash devs collabs and partnerships is are you making it just to make it or are you making it because yeah. you really think that you can get a really good tabletop experience out of this narrative and what this show was trying to do? Yeah. I'm thinking of only murders now. And so All I right. can't get it out of my head. Um, and if, if, if I were to take it and just say, hey, stamp it onto this game. It wouldn't be a classic. It wouldn't be Clue. It wouldn't be, you know, that. I think you could take it into Chronicles of Crime. Okay. You could put it in there. And so you're going around the building or, you know, in season two, like around around New York um, and just solving solving the crime. Like, I think that that could, that could work. Also might work a little bit less, but maybe like as an exit game. Um, one of those card-based uh, escape games. Um, I don't know, but like I, I could also see it just as its own like standalone adventure. Um, it, could, it could it could be done, but then you got stuff like the Expanse. I thought that as well. The Expanse. How fun would that be? Especially if their pictures were on the cards. <laughs> okay, everything is if their pictures. <laughs> if their pictures were um, on the cards. I would I would personally really love to play that a Man in the High Castle game. You know, it gets really nutty towards the end of that show. And I would love to kind of walk through like a scenario based game, maybe like a legacy game that is See, things are these actually are, these are changing. Good ideas. You should pitch like, these ideas. You're tearing up cards. You're changing the map in the same way that like it's alternate, alternate history. Oh, tearing up cards. Um, that stresses me out. It, yeah, as well as it should. <laughs> but anyway, like all these Can't IPs, all these things that are happening. Hey, we want to hear your your pitches. So head on over to Discord. Um, lovethynerd.com slash discord let us know what uh what ips what inter intellectual properties you would like to see turned into tabletop experiences let's keep it going you can also hit us up on twitter at free play podcast and uh, let us know some of the games that you think should be turned into board games but hey don't go anywhere when we come back i've got one more story to share with you and we're going to talk about some of the stuff you guys have been saying here in chat on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd right here on the free play podcast We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize thoughtful content. 
Visit lovethynerd.com for a host of amazing articles and a whole network of nerdy podcasts. And follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lovethynerd, where you'll find game streams, live podcast recordings, and more amazing interactive content. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. To close out our show today, I I have a good story. All right, we need so to we balance s- it out. We started off with um, my arm just Paralyzed. holding on for dear life, no pun intended, right? Um, and so now here's a good story. I had I had a a meeting that was supposed to have last week, but like I said, everything in my house got sick. Okay. So I had, a, I had like an in-person meeting, which I actually don't really have a whole wow, lot of Wow, in-person. Yeah. Usually, I mean, somebody was asking me, hey, what have you been playing lately, Bubba? And I was like, ah, oh, Zoom. Zoom's my favorite <laughs> game these days. Um, a lot of Zoom. And so I actually got to go and, you know, hang out and uh, and like talk to a, a, a human person face-to-face. And so uh, it was his name is Scott White, and he works for a company called Magic Leap. L-E-A-P. Magic Leap. Magic Leap. Okay, okay. I'm in. Um, he works out of Austin. Uh, actually, he works out of another town, but like Austin is kind of where their, their I don't want to say their home base, but at least their chapter is. And they deal in AR, VR Whoa. technology. And so he's like, hey, guy goes to my church, right? I've known him for you know several years. And he's like, I just want to, I just want to show you what we do. I'm not, he's not trying to sell anything or pitch anything. Truth be told, he's like that. You you couldn't even buy this thing if you wanted to, like there's, <laughs> there's nothing to sell. So he's like, yeah, let's set up the time. We picked a spot. Um, and I'm glad that we picked the room that we did because it, it accentuated what he was trying to show me. We pull up, go into this room in our, in our church. And it's a, it's a pretty big room. I mean, it's probably like a, you know, 20 by 20 room. Okay. And chairs are set up for a class and all sorts of stuff. And he's like, cool, don't move anything. Put this headset on. And the thing that he's showing me is the magic leap headset that is a thousand times more comfortable than my, uh, quest Two. Have you ever worn one of these like a quest Two? Is that the one you can get from Costco? The well, they're the I don't know. My don't dad know. has has. Can you get it from Costco? My dad probably. bought one. Oh yeah, my dad this? has that. He bought so it from Costco. Yeah, it's but it, it like some of them you you put your phone in yada yada yada. Like this is an actual like VR headset. Yeah, full on. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they're dope. They're really great. You know, I, I play like. Yeah, games on it. And, yeah, you went you know, to church in the metaverse. I, I go to church on it, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, Stephen and I, we play, uh, we play Demio with um, what's his name, Brian Hong, Brian. And <laughs> with what's his it's, name? Yeah, the 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 guy with the face. You know the guy. <laughs> uh, but we we play we play games on it, and it's it's fun. I enjoy the experience. But because of how big it is, and for those of you that are watching on Twitch or YouTube, I'm showing it. Um, it's like all of the tech is in the like the goggle like the front part of it Uh so it leans forward and it gives you legitimately first world problems right now it gives you like like fatigue like neck fatigue and it hurts after a while 
Okay. This Magic Leap headset that I had on, first of all, it was AR, augmented reality, not VR. Okay. So full pass through. I could see everything that was going on. Um, it had adaptive shade technology in it. So like the lights were on and so it dimmed it so that I would be able to see what it was actually okay. projecting onto the glasses. It's just fascinating. That's not even the best part of it. That's just some of the things that it did. But it takes all of the tech out of the glasses, out of the, the headset, and it puts it into uh, like a puck. Okay, so think of like a, like a Google Home or an Amazon Dot or something like that. Um, and what it does is it puts that puck and you put it in your pocket. And so the whole, like the whole system is in that thing. You put it in your pocket or you hang it on your pocket or something like that. Or you can set it on your desk if you're doing like, like a work from home virtual kind of setup. Uh-huh. And then he takes me in and starts showing me these games. And Kate, I had an opportunity to play. This is, it sounds so stupid, but it was really cool. I had an opportunity to play Angry Birds in augmented reality. And it, 100% changes <laughs> the way that you play Angry Birds. Oh, that is so cool. Do you remember, and if you don't, that's totally fine. Do you remember the tech demo for that Microsoft did for the HoloLens? Of course not. Okay. They showed Minecraft, and it was Minecraft but on a table. And so you were able to like move things around, walk around the table, get really close, get a specific block, you know, all the way down. Like you could, you could play the game on your table that's what this was but with angry birds so i could go 360 all the way around this thing and see it and normally angry birds is just 2d right yeah you're just going across string wow i i played i played angry birds for probably 10 minutes <laughs> and i got to a level i got to a level where i thought i beat it but i didn't because there was another pig on the other side that i couldn't see i had to go around in order to, to get the right angle Wow. And it's all like physics and all sorts of stuff. So at first, like for the first probably three minutes, I was just doing it like where I saw it just from back. And he's like, uh -huh. why don't you get closer? Like, oh, if you get, get closer, closer and <laughs> you get closer and you pull it further back, it has it has like more force that it hits it with because it doesn't die. I love like, that. It's it was so, so crazy. Cool. Then he showed he's like, all right, that's really cool. Let me show you another game. He was like this one that I want to show you is like a wave based game so this so the first one right i picked up a spot where i wanted it to to play and to be and it was i was able to walk around it mm -hmm. the other mm -hmm. one was like hey let let's real quick let's read the room and you look at all these points you do all this stuff i'm telling you like chairs were in the way and all sorts of stuff once we scanned the whole room which probably took about a minute and a half two minutes once we did that then it was like a full-on first-person shooter scenario where like all these robots were coming in waves and they were coming out of the walls, out of the ceiling, up from the ground. Wow, through these so it was super it intuitive. Was, it was bananas. And the crazier thing than all of that, first of all, was how accurate it was. Like I've played stuff on the Quest that was first-person shooter. It's all right. This was like accurate. Um, aside from that, like they were a hiding between the chairs uh that was crazy to me so, what so why did why were you in particular shown this <laughs> fair question <laughs> okay. well, 
why, why were this you, idiot? Why yeah. were you? I asked him that. I uh, said, hey, man, I don't, what, uh, what do we? That's what? my main question here. <laughs> and so he told me, he's like, you know, I mean, I show this stuff to, to a lot of people. Um, they've moved into the enterprise stuff. And I, I don't even know that I'm allowed to tell all of the things that they're moving into. Well, you don't have to say but, that, but why why were you picked? Well, so, so that that's part of it. So the, <laughs> the gaming headset that he's he told me, he's like, this is basically, this product is dead in the water. Like, what? They, paid, they paid Rovio. They paid a bunch of developers to develop games with that technology, knowing that it would never see the light of day. Wow. Like, it's not going to be... It's they're probably ten years out from this being a thing that exists, right? Jeez. So well, um, he said I I wanted to set up a time with you because he's like, man, I really like talking to people who understand the tech. Mm. He shows it to his dad, and his dad's like, oh, that's that's nice. That's nice, son. Yeah, <laughs> and like I mean, his dad, I mean, he, his dad's like the Depression era, right? Like, <laughs> and so. You know, it's it's one of those things where he's like, man, we were talking about like where it could go, like what some of the cool stuff would be, um, applications and yada, yada, yada. We're talking like talking through all sorts of stuff. And he's like, I just really like to have those conversations with people who appreciate and understand what's going on. Mm. And so what what was set up for an hour meeting, we ended up going almost two and a half hours. And not all of it was playing in the headset. Like <laughs> most of it was like I was supposed to be demoing a game and I was just like talking to him about like the the fact that I'm like hey man I've, I've played VR stuff I've done all these things it's really great it's it's fun it's whatever I'm having a moment right now with this headset which is like the first time you watch that TV show the first yeah, time the you first time I saw The Last Kingdom yeah exactly my first watch <laughs> exactly through what of, it was. All, of all all the seasons of The Last Kingdom yeah and I asked him <laughs> I was like how much of what I'm experiencing now is just completely lost on you because this is your day-to-day and he's like, there are still some things that we're doing that are like the, the blowing my mind. Wow. And so, so here's the more exciting thing about that is that he's like, hey, this, like I said, this headset is basically just dead in the water. Um, there's not a whole lot going on. He's like, if you want to like take it, um, I, I was like, I'd let you leave with it right now. What? Yeah. He's like, but I, he's like, I don't have a, a separate set of cables for it. So when he finds a separate, separate, separate set of cables, He's like, I'll let you take it and you can play with it and, you know, do all what sorts of heck? stuff. <laughs> Why and he's like, you? they, he said, <laughs> he said that they have, they have Twitch streaming technology built into the headset. And I'm like, oh, I can't Man, wait. That is so sad. Wait. Dead in the water for this brilliant thing. Meanwhile, they're yeah. selling the junk stuff at Costco. It is dead in the water, okay? But like, like that, the, the gaming side of it, they're moving into enterprise, which is way more makes a lot more sense than just okay. playing video games. Well, hey, before we get out of here, you had one one question from the chat. Oh. Yeah, Steve save point. He wrote uh, in the chat about uh making TV and movie IP into games is something that's been happening since TV entered homes. It's a tactic meant to drive up sales, but doesn't always speak to the quality of the games. What makes a game last is if it's good, not if it has the right IP. I agree. That's why I said about the corniness, yeah. the corny things. Yes. I want to uh, play. I, mean, uh, like, I want to. I want to play. What's it? I want to play Stranger Things Uno. <laughs> yeah, and you can't. Like, I, no, I, you I don't. I don't can. actually. But <laughs> well, one of the one of the best things that they did, specifically with Stranger Things, was when they released the D and D starter kit that was in the Stranger Things universe. 
It makes sense because the yep, whole thing was based on them playing Dungeons and Dragons. And so like that's a crossover that makes sense. We all played games, the video games specifically that were hot white garbage. We all all played them. Um and I'm glad that we don't do that anymore. That when a game comes out and it's based off of a, a TV show or a movie, like it's not always terrible. Um, there's actually more room for it to be good. Uh, but I don't know. It's like we're progressing, right? We're not seeing them cranked out. And I think E.T. kind of soiled a lot of people on that. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we're I mean, we're a little bit snobbier and I like that. I love that a lot. Um, hey, thank you guys so much for chatting and hanging out with us. Uh, we've gone a little bit long today, but you know what? That's okay. We yeah, had to Matt, make up Matt's Matt not game. here, so we can yeah. do whatever we What's want. What's he going to do? Nothing. Um, but hey, that's going to do it for us, episode 167 um, of this here, the Free Play Podcast. Come hang out with us on Discord. I don't know how many times we got to say it. Lovethynerd.com slash Discord or just exclamation point Discord in the chat. And that's where we think that the real community happens outside of IRL experiences, which let's be real for most of us is online. We live in different areas. Um, I'm in yep, Texas and true. you're not. So no, the only I'm, way we're I'm gonna hang out. definitely not in Texas. And so that's the only way we're going to hang out. Like Kate and I, that we're not even hanging out right now because nope. it's not in discord. It's all in your head. <laughs> um, but Hey, come and hang out with us there. Also just subscribe to this podcast and any podcast that we have on your podcast of choice. Uh, whatever, However you do that, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, it doesn't matter. Or you can just go straight to our website, lovethynerd.com slash podcasts, and it'll take you to all the ones that you love and more. We got a bunch of them there. And like we said before, follow us on social media, at Free Play Podcast. On, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. I know that. Yep. And then at Love Thy Nerd on all the major platforms. Um, hey, be sure to f- follow us here on Twitch, man. We're doing a whole bunch of stuff six days a week. Um, I'm not going to try and rattle off all the things, but we're doing a bunch of stuff. So if you need some place to hang, we're here at least somewhere in the neighborhood of like two to four hours, six days a week. And we'd love for There's you to come and be a part of There's always something happening. Yep. Last but not least, if we want, if you want us to talk about something that we're not talking about already – uh it's your fault it's not my fault Ooh. yeah fill out the form for it to be a content uh producer for us exclamation point producer here in the chat or love thy slash producer and then you tell us yeah what are we doing and if we have what anything to, to say about it sometimes there's topics and i'm like i don't know what we would talk about with this this is not our we're not smart enough basically yeah or we don't have any thoughts <laughs> yeah, and we'll doesn't put it mean, where it needs to go. Yes, and doesn't mean you shouldn't submit it anyways. Yes. So I would say do it, fill it out, and it would be – it's great. I mean there's nothing to be lost on that. If you want us True. to talk about something, it's your fault if we don't. So uh, <laughs> fill it out. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Wormbeer. I'm Kate Kotowaki. I have to say that otherwise I don't know when to say I'm Kate Kotowaki. And for our cut man, CJ, we'll catch you next week. At least Kate and I will. Another episode of the Free Play Podcast. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. You 
have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stalkup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. <laughs>